Classy Gibberish. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Classy Gibberish, the radio show in which we listen to the absolute bangers of the history of classical music, the bangers we all know and love. And today we are back um, with another episode, and today we're going to listen to some of the um, pieces or a part of an opera I started to watch but didn't quite finish. But it's by a um, composer I quite like, and it's. Um, what's his full name? It's George Gershwin, and the opera specifically is Summertime. Um, everyone must know Summertime. Um, and I'm trying to find. Okay, is it Summertime? It's not Summertime. It's Gershwin. It's not summertime, it is Porgy and Bess, that's the one. Uh, Summertime, no. Porgy and, oh. And this is a great one. Let's see, is this what I want? No, it isn't. Oh my God. Albums. There we go. Now, Porgy and Bess. Uh, the complete Columbia recordings. Is this? Let's see. Okay, this should this should do. Let's see. Let's find out. Is this gonna work? Yes, it is. So, how, how's things? How's life? This is quite, quite nice. I quite like this. Um, I've, I've, I've been good. And this week I was in labs quite a lot, and it was very productive. Um, I recorded a the meeting of the student representative council, um, which I get paid for, so that was good. And it was also very eventful. And I'm also part of the student representative council, so I was going to be there anyway, so that was nice. Um, and I was in labs a lot, as I said. And it was very productive, and I um, also spent some time with my girlfriend, which is quite nice. Um, and Ooh. Um, so yeah, it was it was very nice, and 
here's two more weeks, really. You know? Um, I didn't really think about what I wanted to bring here today. Um, so I'm kind of trying to come up with something on the spot. sort of what I like about George Gershwin is that oh there we go oh but that's not mm. okay that's more like it It's the jazziness that I like about about George Gershwin, um, which you don't really see in in classical music as much, um, and you sort of have the the distinct world of um, of, of of classical music and jazz, um, and and often there's there's for, for, from my experience there there's a lot of, of classically trained um, classically trained um, musicians that then migrate to jazz um, and that that's a lot of, of where jazz musicians come come from for, from 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 classical music um, but it's that there's never a mix there's never a, a, an attempt um, to jazzify classical music um, and this is why I think George George Gushwin is Special and nice, because because he really goes the the well g goes to to where not many people have gone, which is that the exactly that the um, um which is the justification of classical music. And I think Poirier and Bess is a really good example of that. I don't think this is the most... Um, ...loyal version. More, more, more like the original version of Poirier and Bess, but... Still pretty good. Okay, shuffle. I will turn shuffle off. Okay, this is this is a classic um, summertime piece, which I'm pretty sure everyone will know because this is 
timeless and really beautiful. I think this is... I don't know, there, there's, there's something about... There's something about this, this piece, there's something about this... These particular... Verses. Summertime in the living is easy. I mean... I was I was watching this during the summer I think and and it came to my mind when I was um, on holiday in a whimsical little village where my mum's from where it's sunny all the time and really hot in the summer and life was so worryless and and easy and this this piece specifically makes me think of of those times of being back there with nothing in my mind I was just reading books very cool books actually um, I think I read three in less than a week or something. It was really productive book-wise. Um, and I was speaking to my now girlfriend, um, who at the time was just someone who I was messaging. And the living was so easy, and it's it's true to. Body knows. So nice. Uh, but I was saying there, there's there's something about summer. I I don't know. And summer anywhere really is wonderful and magical. But where I'm from, summer means friends. All the friends are home. Summer means beach. Summer means very long days. Summer means sunsets at 9pm. You can just have dinner and you look out the window and the, the sky is pink. And and everything is beautiful and, and calm and perfect. So, so in so many ways, so many different ways. Although I think this opera has quite a um, 
um, a less optimistic view of, of, of summer than what I've um, what I've just said where so in this opera I was saying yes. So in this opera, this opera is about um, two a, a black community, and in that black community, there is a a, a beggar who I, I think he doesn't have a leg, and that's. Porgy, I think. And then Bess is a woman who... She was with a sort of um, a dangerous figure in the opera. Someone who comes and causes a lot of trouble to the community. Um, and, and they end up together um, after that troublemaker and murder someone in in the in the in the community um, and so there, there's a negative side to it and you know it's somewhere in the living is easy but you never know when things could take a, a dark turn this is a nice part there's also some possibly um, stereotypes um, and stereotypes are always negative but there's a sort of stereotypes are always bad but there's a kind of positive stereotype which I think is less harmful although still not good um, which is like when you think that um, a Asian students are always good at um, maths and that sort of thing. Um, which I think is com co something common in the UK, I feel like, and particularly in the US. Um, um, so that, that's, that's what I would call a positive stereotype. That's obviously still not good. Um, <laughs> Um, but then, in, in this opera, you've got this this black community, and um, what what these first scenes up until this moment are the the the, the men of the community are uh, playing uh, gambling games, really, um, and you know it's the end of the week, and they're just coming home and and gambling. Um, and there's a sort of distinction between the, the men and the women. The women are just watching and some of them um, sort of condemning their husbands for, for gambling um, their money. Um, and, and the men in general are just gambling their money away. Um, and, and it's interesting to, to, to see because that there's been claims that um, 
that this is a, a stereotype of, of black communities of, of the time in the US. Um, and so, given that George, George Gershwin was white, um, this portrayal of the black community is always uh, dangerous to write. So obviously, despite the, the music that's really good, it's really good. And uh, I'm just remembering now, there's a, a, a scene There's, um, I think it might have been the last scene I saw, is after the the troublemaker kills a man of the community, um, everyone sort of runs away into their into their homes uh, because the police is is coming, um, and no one takes in Bess, who's the, the partner slash girlfriend slash companion of the troublemaker um, and Porgy who's, who's this beggar um, very poor is the one the only one that's willing to take her in um, and so yeah it's quite sweet It's interesting to me the way um, cinema and opera are associated and relate to each other because they're all they're both a sort of window to the past an art form which allows you to to explore um, both cinema and opera are ways of, of windows to the past really of, of um, Peeking into the the, the, the the realities and daily lives of um, people from 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 the past, um, and and it's quite interesting to to explore that, obviously, um, and well, not for everyone, but to me it is, and. <sighs> I think it's something that's much more present in opera than in in cinema because um, I don't know I feel like cinema well obviously cinema is much more recent and so there's there's less of a stark difference between what we see there and what we see today um, but also Um, so I, I do think that there is a, a reason why opera is, in my eyes, better at it. Um, but I also feel like 
opera focus much more focuses much more on aspects of daily living and the the realities of of the common people, while cinema tends to focus more on rich people, um, which is interesting. I think you know you don't see you look at films from the 60s, the 70s. Um, you know your James Bonds and that sort of thing, and 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 I'm obviously no cinema expert, but I don't really know any famous film that that portrays the reality of 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 the the, the, the common people, you know, the peasants, quote unquote. Um, and so it's 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 very interesting to me to think that opera really does focus. So I'm, I'm thinking of this this opera which focuses on the on the on the daily living of a black community and and uh, a very poor member of, of that community poor you uh, and they just mentioned poor you um, and I'm thinking of I'm thinking about um, oh, what's it called? Oh, blimey! Um, Mikia Mamouini. La Boheme. Um, which which is about a. It's quite funny. It's about a group of of um, of artists, I think, young friends that um, come across a good sum of money, and they engage on on sort of more bohemian life with, with that money um, for 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 some time. Um, but it, it's it's still a sort of very interesting portrayal because. You know, they, they really, they don't have, for example, um, logs at home to light the fire. Um, one of the, the, the female protagonists of, of, of the opera, Mimi, um, she dies of, of tuberculosis uh, and she's ill throughout the entire film. Um, and so it's really interesting. Obviously, you've got some, um, you've got a portrayal of, of more privileged people, so, so, um, Il Barbieri di Sevilla, the barber of, of Seville, um, and in Notte di Figaro, uh, the marriage of Figaro, are two good examples of this. Um, and you've got, if you think about uh, Turandot, um, the, the opera with, with the very classic um, song that's performed by. by. Um, um, what's his name? Oh my god, um, famous opera singers, Luciano Pavarotti, um, and so it's, it's, Quite interesting that still some prevalence of, of the, the common people. Um, 
And I think there is in general a distinction between common people who tend to star in the more dramatic comedies, uh, the dramatic operas, while the bridge people star in the more funny comedies and operettas and so on. Um, and so, yes. Anyway, I think I'm gonna have to stop here because I need to go to a party. Whoop! I'm such a party animal. But yes, there was the first. Um, not quite the first act, but sort of the first half of the first act of Porgy and Bess. It's a, a good opera. I would encourage you to watch um, if you've got the time, if you've got access to it. Um, it is a, a pretty cool opera. Um, and that's been me for today. I didn't really have anything in mind, but I always love to talk about opera, about classical music, about my favorite composers. And so I enjoy this. Anyway, that's all for me today. I'll be back again next week on Saturday at half 8 p.m. Until then, I hope you have a great week and I will try having a great week as well. Bye-bye! Classy gibberish.